Okay, this song's been in my head all day. I bet you go during what the fuck, right? I got this This, this part wasn't in my head. This part was. Oh, and that's why we do not, we, we get YouTube red. <laughs> what are we, 94th Street Week Unlimited. We are back. And yeah, I put that on. I love that song. And you know what? If you don't like me, I don't care. Tony G, Tony Fox, whatever you want to fucking call me. I'm in the mix alongside me, Robert the Machine Castro, my main man, and the Rook himself, the Bronze Titan, the Bronze Titan, Armand Conde, two-time champ in the building. What's happening, fellas? How you guys doing today after week one? What up? Got what that up, W. Man? I got that L. W-L-Y-N-Z, of course. Week one is in the books. We're talking 94th Street League football. And it's time. Uh, honestly, that song was in my head all week long. And that just happens to be sometimes that I don't care part. I don't know. Sometimes, anytime somebody says some shit, but I'm just like, I don't care. It's a pretty gay song, but yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's, the song from, it's like the song from White Girls. It's a super gay song. So what up, Fruit Cups? <laughs> We're here <laughs> and it's time. And But before we get started, quick update on my guy. Anybody else? See the the last uh, hard knocks. Nah, I fell off yeah, after I, uh, after Jamal Williams started crying. <laughs> well, he scored two touchdowns. Oh, yeah, he did. Field on his tears alone. Get to the end of it, there, Armand. No, I did. You know, one one thing that kind of came up when I was thinking about when I was watching it was, uh, um, you know, every time the coach coach kind of sounds like wild bill or is it wild bill or, or the dude from fucking um silence of the lambs that does that does a penis tuck yeah and i was like you know once once, once i got him yeah once i got in my mind i couldn't shake it i was like damn it's like putting lotion on the skin like all over <laughs> i can see that yeah dan campbell yeah, yeah. Oh, like buffalo bill <laughs> if you hear him on any interviews just yeah going forward just kind of put that in your head he definitely sounds like him you saw the end of it where like the lady asked him how do you think the, the lions are going to do and he took like fucking 10 minutes literally like thinking staring at her and like just looking around like trying to be all freaking dramatic and he just like can and will and then they closed the scene they closed the, the whole show i'm like Motherfucker, that's what you thought of? Like, you think that you would have been thinking about this a long time ago. Like, when they said, hey, you're probably going to be on Hard Knocks. It took you that fucking long and you came up with two words, you ass clown. Like, uh, like a terrible ending, right? It was a very anticlimactic ending to something that he was dragging out at the end. I was going to say, it's very Detroit Lionish. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's just kind of uneventful and just kind of like, you know, uh, not to par, I guess. You know what I mean? It's like, Typical lion shit. So Classic I think it's a bill. Okay, you think it was on brand, huh? Definitely on brand. All they right. actually played all right, if I remember right, like watching this weekend's game. I think they, they were they're kind of competitive, you know, even though I think they, they lost last minute, right? So they lost in in dramatic fashion, but I mean that's how they lost all year last year. So this might be something we might see moving forward from them. I mean, they don't look like a terrible team, dude. And I think we all agree the coaching staff will not be to blame on this one. It'll just be like just poor football. 
And I actually think uh, DeAndre Swift looked okay, as much shit as we gave Mario, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's just go to the board. We get a, we just get started talking about 94th Street League football. The Predator himself went up against West Siders, 98.5 to 92.8. The Predator now jumps himself to 0-1, second in the South LA Division. In the South Division, while the West Siders is now 0-1, fourth in the East Division. You know, and I'm just not even going to talk about it with the records right about now because, you know, it's pretty obvious that you're going to be 0-1 and 1-0. and uh, the Predator, we all knew him as FB Predator when, uh, you know, it was Facebook and then Instagram and all kinds of stuff. And now he's just predating everybody else, everybody in the world. And uh, not a bad showing from the Predator. Derek Carr, Kenyon Drake, a little bit of Stefan Diggs there, bringing up a big time number on that Thursday night. Uh, Westsiders taking the L. You know, let's just start with the Predator. Is this uh, 98 points? It's uh, it's on the fence. I mean, it's like... You get it. You want a hundred, but you got ninety-eight, and you won something you can walk away from. Machine, talk to me. Is this? Is this? Is, I think he wanted something more out of this, didn't he? Yeah, definitely. He sure did. Uh, it's like the little engine that could. You know, I think I can. I think I can. I'm almost there, and you know, a hundred's within reach. Um, but hey, a W's a W, and you'll take it how you can get it. I'm sure he's going to expect more from his team in this next week, though. Agreed. Agreed. Armand. Westsiders dropping 0-1-1, had a rough season last season. Uh, it hasn't been all uh, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows for these guys. I mean, bright spots, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, definitely not a bright spot. Also, that Allen Robinson was a bit of a, a stretch. Mm. Um, is this something that they're probably going to go ahead and flip the script on this? Is this team too good to just show uh, 92 and lose to the Predator? Um. Honestly, looking at his roster, it's like it's hard to it's kind of hard to be optimistic about it. Um, you know, I was watching that Jacksonville game and that running back seemed to drop everything that went his way. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, his his receiving like 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 core right now, it's it's not that good. I know that he picked up a free agent uh, today, I believe, uh, dude from the, the I was going to say the Redskins uh, from the fucking commanders or whatever. Right. The guy that balled. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, was that did he pick him up or am I thinking about someone else? I don't see him on his team. I could have sworn I saw him picking him up because I was trying to get the guy. But either or, I mean, if he did get him, I think that's kind of a plus. But yeah, uh, Allen Robinson didn't look too good. And just looking at his lineup, it's like, gosh, not really sure like who's gonna you know kind of like um, kind of carry his team this year. So I don't know. I'd be a little worried if I was Westsiders this year. Confirming that Westsiders did pick up Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Do you, what, that might be a blessing in disguise for him because looking at his receiving core, it looks like shit. So I think this guy's going to fall for him. Well, Is he's it, got a lot of those sexy, like, preseason picks. You know, a lot of those guys, hey, you got to get this guy, got to get Kadarius Tony, uh, Allen Robinson. Like, these are guys who are like, hey, you know what? This guy's set to pop. So he's got, like, a basically a pocket full of lotto tickets. You know, like, they might hit, but who, who the hell knows? And if they do, you know, he's going to go ahead and play on. But yeah, we'll see what happens moving forward. It, it's not. It's an atypical uh, Westsiders team. That atypical means the opposite, correct? Or yeah. is that okay? So yeah, because Westsiders usually drafts good, and I mean, I see what he did. I you know when he did draft Etienne, it was a head, uh, like a head scratcher. But you know, maybe I, maybe he knew something I did it, and obviously the skill set that Etienne had at uh, Clemson—that's where he went to school, right? Yeah, Clemson. Um, the dude's a baller, but. 
uh, you know, he's coming off a severe knee injury in his rookie year. And it's, he's like basically going to another rookie year, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Salty bastard in theoretical chaos, 111.2 to 91.2. The bastard pulling one off, making himself up to 0 and 1. Theoretical chaos only putting up 91 points. Uh, you know what? Jameis Winston and Devontae Adams, a couple bright spots for this fellow, but you know what? All things being equal, the rest of the team did not play very well. Tyler Alligator didn't really do anything. Uh, I'm assuming that's his name. Uh, but you know what? On the other side of the ball, Joe Burrow, Marquise Brown, and Amon Ra, the bastard, talking a lot of big talk at the draft and a lot of other places, like at the Denny's and whatever the hell. He'll talk. He'll, he's talking at the Children's Hospital. It didn't necessarily matter. Uh, 111 points, looking like he's backing it up. Armand, is this guy backing it up? Is this something we're going to see moving forward for the bastard? I think so. I think he has a solid team. Um, you know, I was watching the the New Orleans game, which was kind of, uh, you know, it's probably one of the exciting games of the weekend. And I didn't see much from Mara, but I know that he's going to be an option going forward. So, yeah, I think I think Jimmy's team's for real, actually. Just looking at his squad. I mean, he has guys that are just going to put up numbers. And then Elijah Mitchell now stepping in as a – or Mitchell got hurt, right? Yes. Yeah, he did. But actually, no, that's that's going to – he's going to take a big hit there, actually. Well, he has Michael Carter from the Jets. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, – a step backwards from having Elijah Mitchell on there. But regardless, I think he's going to have a solid uh, year anyways. A lot of bench points for the bastard too, as well, machine. I mean, 90, the 90 points straight from the bench. I mean, he would have given, uh, he would have given the predator a run for his money. He would have given theoretical chaos a run for its money. I mean, you know, yes. Salty bastards bench is deep. Um, he's got options. Um, you know, a little concern with, uh the use of alvin camara but again it was week one but um his team's legit um you know uh he's he's got something good going i see it looking at chaos real quick before we jump on to the next team look i'm not upset with this team but it feels like this is like next year's all-star squad right this is the all pros for next year right i mean look he, he he obviously has a hole in his running backs um, and he has Jalen Waddle sitting on the bench that had a good showing week one, who's capable of, you know, keeping this up all year as, and could be a trade piece right there. Uh, he fills that gap and anything's possible. I mean, you know, I, don't, I, I wouldn't give up on him. He, he, you know, he's got some names, Devonte Adams, Kyle Pitts. Uh, it's when it's week one fellas, like, you know, everyone's still trying to get their feet wet and you know fill it out you know what i'm saying right yeah no that's a good point i think robert kind of nailed it his running back situation is you know it'll most likely be his downfall but other than that i mean he let his team's all right outside of the running back positions Waiting since Clinton and sworn enemies, 89.4 to 77.4. Waiting since Clinton's been waiting for a while for this big time. It's probably, I'm assuming this is his first uh, opening day win. And he did it against, you know, he caught himself a whale. That's uh, that's the four-time champ. Three-time? Four-time? I don't know. The guy won a bunch of times. Uh, either way, he went in and took home a trophy. 89 points uh, on the strength of Josh Allen. That's what you do right there. You pick the best player, and that's what happens. He gives you 40 points. Am I wrong or am I right? Machine. You are correct. Um, but after that, it, there's like a, like a nosedive, and it's super concerning. Um, he's got pieces. Maybe it's gameplay. Maybe, you know, game, uh, game flow. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott now with the Dak Prescott injury may 
is that going to affect him even more? Or obviously, or obviously, is he going to get more touches? And will that, you know, equal more production? Um, look, he put up 89 and got a W. Uh, underwhelming, you know, showing from the sworn enemies. Um, waiting since Clinton got his, got his W to start the year off, right? And uh, anything's possible with Josh Allen. Um, you know, looking at his bench, there's... There's a couple pieces as well, you know, that he, he can throw around, um, but it's too early to tell, you know? Yeah, too early to tell indeed, Armand, but the one thing I can tell, Josh Allen's a stud, Herbert's a stud. It feels like you just need to have a stud quarterback sometimes to go ahead and help you through these kind of weeks. Am I right? Yeah, that's for sure. I think that was kind of themed this, this week with some of these games, our fantasy games. It seems like these said quarterbacks carried these dudes to their W. I kind of wish I would have played. I would have played either Sworn Enemies or Wade Easton's Clinton. Because I mean, talk about a low-scoring game. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I like I like I, I like um, Robert Tunyon for obviously for uh, Wading since Clinton. I'm such a homer, right? But no uh, way. A little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but what's what's the deal with Keenan Allen? Is he gonna be out for a while or what? I haven't really like heard any updates on that. Where it is, he's not playing this Thursday, but I don't think it's something a multiple week thing. It's just this Thursday he's not in. So that's gonna be something that Clinton's gonna have to go ahead and put his put his mind to a little bit. I mean, who yeah. knows? Maybe Alan Lazard might put it turn it on and turn into a football player real quick, you know, without yeah. It's a big maybe. Packers look like shit. Uh, but I had a feeling Keenan Allen was going to get hurt. You know, he was kind of due. You know, we, so we we did throw that out, uh, throw that around in the uh, draft recap episode, didn't we? That is true. They used to call him Mister Glass. <laughs> Glass Joe. Mister Glass. Either way, <laughs> Donald's. I lost my place. Get wrecked and fucked Donald Trump 124.1 to 84.6. Big time number from get wrecked. That's what this is exactly what we were looking at. We we was our hands down favorite in the in the uh in the draft recap. This guy did exactly what he's supposed to do. Came out here, dropped a big time number, honked all over, fucked all, all over the commissioner. Uh leaving him looking. Yeah, commissioner's reeling. How how could you be reeling in week one? Uh, you know what, Armand, is he reeling? I mean, he didn't do too bad. I mean, fuck Dak Prescott, though. Ouch. I'm looking at his bench. Who's, who's, who's going to step up for him now? Uh, he's got <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Fuck, that's not good. So uh, what would you call that? Maybe reeling? Yes. Thank you, machine. The guy's reeling. I mean, come on. Yeah. Sorry, Justin, Jefferson, looked, Justin Jefferson looked good for him, though. He did. Justin Jefferson did, does look like uh, – like, the real deal right there, man. That guy is probably the next best receiver in like in the National Football League. But you know what? One one player is not does not a team make. And Dak Prescott is out. This guy's gonna be putting in uh Jacoby Brissett, like you said. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby. Yeah. Um, you know what? Good luck, Gamish. You know, you know what? There's always what's that guy's name? Uh Cooper Rush. Rush, he's the backup for the Cowboys, and he would be stepping in for the next what four to six weeks, four to eight weeks, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, look, the commissioner has an uphill battle going on at the quarterback position, at the running back position. I mean, Cam Akers, uh, 
was drafted kind of high and he, he came through on Sunday and gave a big fat zero. Um, Devin Singletary, the Bills have too many weapons and Devin Singletary gets overlooked sometimes. Um, So I I think that running back uh, situation is is tough. Yeah, he had Daryl Henderson and, you know, on the bench, but it's a coin flip. I I obviously would have probably started Cam Akers over Henderson as well, but. Who knows? I mean, it seems Cam Akers is out of favor, out of favor with the Rams right now. So, I mean, something's, something's going on over there. At least he's got, if he can nail down a weekly guy, if the Rams decide to nail something down that way, then I think he might be okay. But that, that's kind of tough to watch. But you know what? Let's talk to, about, about like more uh, uplifting and positive things. Get wrecked. Wrecking that motherfucker. This is bad, dude. 32 points from Cooper Cup. As advertised, Leonard Fournette coming in, chipping in with his 16. This is a solid win across the board, up and down the entire bench, going ahead and scoring as well, too. Like, this is nothing to sneeze at right here. This is like, hey, watch out. This feels like a statement game. Am I right, guys? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I think he made his point. I mean, he even has Miles Sanders on the bench. So it's nice. You know, you'd probably have to, like, play matchups uh, going forward. But it's a good point to have. I mean, and Brady didn't even do that much this week. So, yeah, oh. I mean, he, you know, as advertised, right, he's the real deal, um, you know, as long as he stays healthy going forward. Damn. Got a question for you guys. Who was Get Rex number two scorer in week one? Um, Ryan Tannehill. It's, it's Young Hoku. There you go, Young Hoku, oh, right? Oh, oh, uh, starters. Uh, oh, yeah, starters. Yeah, Young Hoku. His kicker came Woo. through and gave him eighteen points. I mean, look, that that that's an all around effort from his entire team. And you're absolutely right. Like Tom Brady didn't even do Tom Brady things, and he still got the W. It, you know, it just goes to show what Cooper Cup means to fantasy football to the NFL. Um, you know, Armand brought up a great point in the Miles Sanders uh, uh, sitting on the bench, giving him 18. I mean, that's going to be a big question. Do you sit Montgomery and start Miles Sanders this week? Um, it, those are good problems to have. Here, here's a question. What's better, a young hoe or an old hoe? Both of them are cool for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. My, so, yeah, I mean, it comes with experience too, right? So. Oh, you guys. Ah, oh, that's just how you do that sometimes. Wow. <laughs> Hold on, I jumped on the wrong page. Los Niners and these nuts, these nuts teabagging Los Niners, 146 to one to 120.9. You know what? High score of the week goes to these nuts. Big time bomb. Just dropping 146 points all over this guy. Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Gibson, you name it. Even Michael Thomas just showing up after not playing an entire season. Just coming in and just go ahead and dropping dropping 22. Los Niners, not a bad showing. I mean, he would have beaten just about everybody else in the league, but the only problem is he went and just got he got big dicked by these nuts. It's <laughs> doing at this point. Damn. You know what? I'm just just looking at this. Uh, the first thing that come, came to my mind was Renaissance. We haven't seen these nuts really explore his space or really perform really well the past few seasons. Are we looking at a Renaissance right here, Machine? We talked about it. We talked about the key to his success this year in the draft recap episode. And we said that if he can get production from those guys that are coming off injuries, the sky's the limit. And guess what the fuck happened? Saquon Barkley 
put up 34 points. I've, I had Saquon Barkley for like two seasons and I never got a 34 point game from him. That guy sucks. And guess what? Now it, he had a great opener this year. Um, see so if you it was it. you. What's that? So you're saying it was you? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I wouldn't put it past myself. Uh, Saquon Barkley doing doing what he did. If he keeps that going, that's scary. And Michael Thomas, 22 points. What's um, in the mood? That's that's you know that we said it. If those guys come through, look at look, he got the gist of his points from four players, and that those four players would have beat eighty percent of the teams in our league this past week. Season pro. That's pretty goddamn good. Now the yeah. other side of the ball, though, let's talk Los Niners real quick. Like Conde, this isn't a bad showing. I mean, oh. just ran up against a buzzsaw. Let's let's go that far, correct? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not a bad showing. Obviously, you still put up a shitload of points, and uh, you know, some like like Debo Samuel. I mean, it's not like he went, you know, he went all all out or balled out of control. So, I mean. Um, you know, he's he's definitely gonna get a lot of points from Debo going forward. So yeah, I mean his squad looked pretty nice, man. You know, if, if he would have gone up against like um 70% of the rest of the league, he would most likely would have won. But yeah, I mean, I was watching that Miami Dolphins game, it was actually pretty uh exciting to watch. Um, you know, between Waddle and Tyreek Hill and all the weapons they have. So uh, yeah, I mean uh Los Niners, he would have gone anyone else if it wasn't for this bad luck going up uh, against obviously these nuts. Uh, but yeah, I'll, just to touch on the, <laughs> I don't want to touch these nuts, but yeah, just kind of speak on these nuts. Uh, you know, Michael Thomas looks like he's back and, and I know Godwin got hurt and, you know, but I don't think it's that severe of an injury, but fuck dude, his receiving core is going to be pretty insane. And, and you know, you, t- you touched on the whole uh, having a top quarterback and, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes is going to live in the 30 to 40 points, you know, per game, um, you know, throughout the year. So shit, he doesn't need that much other points from the rest of the team and he has guys that kind of put put up numbers on even bad days you know so yeah he's a he's a tough uh he's gonna be a tough team this year if he stays healthy the his bench is non-existent but with a starting lineup like yeah. that it's you don't really need a bench Ooh. he's top heavy he, he's he's like the mayo of fantasy <laughs> a mayo <laughs> name's jennifer right but, yeah aka <laughs> Yeah, but no, again, yeah, you know, just to sum it up, yeah, it, those losses uh, for those Niners, I mean, that's that one's got a sting. But at the same time, you got to take a moral victory from this and realize what your team's capable of. He, he, he had to play Taysom Hill because George Kittle is hurt. George Kittle plays and gives him 20 points. This is, you know, a whole different scenario almost. But uh, yeah, we, we, you know, we, we talked about these nuts and uh, the the potential if those guys come through and they can correct week one. That's a good point, Bobby, because if Kittle would have played shit, he might have uh, gave uh, uh, Ivan a better run for the for this game. Yeah. South L.A. Blazers and them Slauson boys going head and 120.2 to 97.0. The machine and his boys themselves go ahead and put up a big time number and put it all over them Slauson boys. Slauson boys dropping 0-1-1. Machine now 1-0. You know, Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know what? 
I don't I don't understand it. I mean, just a running back who plays quarterback at that point. Uh, big time A.J. Brown, though, right? He's bringing A.J. Brown into the fold, and the guy's playing the big time football right about now. He's playing the foosball behind everybody's back. Kyler Murray and Nick Chubb went ahead and did a little something for them. Saw some boys, but it was a little, little too late. Not enough. What are you going to do? You know what? Armand, talk to me about the Blazers. Is this a, this is going to be a tough team to beat at this point, right? These guys are going to be a force to be reckoned with in their division. Can we agree? I agree. I think it's going to come down to what his receivers do throughout the year. You know, obviously, uh, you know, his running back situation is nice, and it didn't hurt that uh, James Robinson outplayed the rookie up in Jacksonville too. So that that's looking good for him. Maybe that's trade bait for Bobby. You know, maybe just get sit, a, just sitting yeah, there, sitting there. Maybe get a decent number two receiver. Um, but yeah, I mean, me. Bobby's, got le- Bobby's got a legit team. You know, uh, I was really surprised with uh, the lack of Derrick Henry points this week. I think his backup outballed him, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, you know, that that's definitely a fluke. You know, that's the thing about week one, right? I mean, fuck, everyone's it's like not panic mode where everyone thinks it's a, an indication of the way the season's going to go. But, you know, that's not necessarily the truth. I mean, the guys that balled last week could fucking just stink it up for the rest of the week. So who knows, right? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's something we've seen plenty of times before. Them awesome boys on this other side of the ball. I mean, not a bad looking team. It's just, it felt like they just didn't go their way. And a lot of, a lot of it was game script. A lot of it was, I mean, honestly, I'm not buying Amari Cooper. Like, I don't think I ever have, and I never will. Uh, but other than that, the rest of the team looks pretty damn good. And lo and behold, Amari Cooper is the one guy who he was probably expecting something from and didn't get much, much out of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, the, them Slauson boys have a, have a nice team. We know we hyped up the Slauson boys, uh, uh, before the season started and said that they're capable of making a run, which they definitely are. Armand touched on it. Dontrell Hilliard on his bench producing 22 out producing the starter, Derek Henry. That's, that's a fluke. That's not going to happen week two, three, four, five or six. He outproduced Eric Henry. I, and sitting there on the bench. And, I mean, go figure. Are you going to start uh, Don – what is it? D. Hilliard, Dontre Hilliard over Derek Henry? Of course you're not. Uh, Nick Chubb, he, he, solid performance, 16 points. Um, yeah, Amari Cooper is super suspect, especially with – what did you call him? Jacoby Brissett? What did Jacobi? you call him? Murder? Oh, yeah. Ja- Jacoby. Yeah, that Jacobi guy. Jacoby Brisket? Jack B. Brisket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, special. yeah. Um, there's pieces, you know, and uh, he had, look, he has this kid, Brian Robinson, on injury reserve. I read somewhere earlier today that after two weeks after being shot, he's taking snaps at, uh, at, at Washington Commander's practice today. So there was hype on him. He gets him back. Who knows? You know, that's another piece uh, to throw around. But, uh, them Slauson boys ain't done. Brian Robinson got shot. Yeah, like a couple yeah. a few weeks ago. He got oh, shot. Brother, during, I had we was in another draft and like somebody picked uh, somebody picked Antonio Gibson. Antonio <laughs> Gibson right after they found out that oh, dude got yeah. shot. Was he a Roscoe's chicken and waffle or what? Oh, too soon, too now. Yeah, man, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I mean, it, I guess that kind of could come back, right? I mean, this is a '94 street league that exactly. happened around. Or street right across the street from the Palace of Burgers, Burger Palace, right? So, yes, sir. Who's our who's our sponsor this week? Oh, it should be sponsored by Burger Palace. That's you know what? 
Burger, yeah, you can't go wrong with a, a patty melt combo and wash it down for truly. So we got double sponsors. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. See what you did there. I'm right. Ah, G13 Boom and Cerrone Condi. G13 getting away right off the bat. Oh, hell yeah. That's my guy. 115.8 to 103.2. Look at G13 looking all buttery and dipped. Beating a two-time champ. Oh, I'm sorry, Armand. If it was anybody else, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's just G13 bringing his A game. Matthew Stafford. Not even with Matthew Stafford. Just Taylor time, baby. Taylor Pittman. Jerry Judy doing his thing. Waka, waka, what? Sorry. I don't know why I'm so excited. <laughs> just... What are you gonna do? Sorry, Armand. No, you're gonna. Go I, no, I know you're. A, no, I know you were high on him. I mean, yeah, it was. A, it, it was a good game. You know, it came down to uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, Judy from Denver ended up catching that long ass touchdown, and that was that. You know, so you won. I mean, it didn't help that I got two fucking points from Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, I mean, all, all, all credit and to you know J thirteen, his team came through. Let me ask you a question. This is a legitimate. Like question that because you are known for having Aaron Rodgers on your team and a lot of Packers, I, I'm sure just having Packers on your team if they're good is going to be a thing. If Aaron Rodgers has the worst season of his career and basically doesn't even do better any better than Jacoby Brisket, uh, are you going to pick him next year? Yes. Oh, you heard <laughs> it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Oh, on the unlimited, he. This man's blood does, runs green. That's all there is to it. It's, it's a cholo, it's cholo fan mentality. You can't, you can't go wrong. That squad. Look, we were pretty high on G13 early on. We, we, thought, we, we talked about how he had a really good draft. We were like, hey, you know what? This guy actually looks like he's paying a bit of attention. It was kind of just like the same difference as, uh, as uh, Cali Chronic Smokers as well, but maybe like Chronic Smokers light, you know, because it felt like Smokers had a better draft. But you know what? G13 coming in, taking himself a win, 115 points off of uh, Sirota Coney. You know what? Up and down, not too shabby. What, what do you think, Machine? Uh, top five, you know, equal, uh, good distribution of points. Matthew Stafford. Oh, sorry. Oh, oops. Looking at the wrong column. Projections. Uh, look, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman uh, were the pieces that you know, took over that Indianapolis game, Jerry Judy with, with that long catch uh, that a lot of people are talking about this tight end from uh, Fryer Pittsburgh. Mouth, right? Fryer. Fryer, yeah, Fryermuth. 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 Yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, no TH, double F. Uh, so, you know, if if that guy, you know, comes through and puts up, you know, points like he did week one, he, he, he beat his projection by three points. Um. You know, the G13 looks good, man. Um, you know, he, he's got, I, I was I feel like high. it's hard for you to say this, right? Yes, now. man. That kind of is, dude. But I'm looking at his team and he's got the pieces. Who would have thought Carson Wentz, 37 points? Yeah, you're not going to start him over Stafford, uh, like he did, but, um, he's got, he's, there's potential for that, you know, for the G13 boom team. Dude, just throwing this out there, and I'm just saying it just to say that Tony Pollard pick. I was just going to talk. More, t- more t- interesting. Yes. Now Dak Prescott's out. There's going to be some dunks. There's going to be a lot of third downs. Yes. I mean, and they're going to be feeding the ball to Zeke, and who's going to spell him? You know, Tony like, Pollard. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be – he's going to go ahead and, and turn into, like, maybe that that running back two for the next few weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, not for nothing. I know you're a Raider fan, but I, I – 
be interested in giving him a little run over Josh Jacobs just as a way like it feels like he's out of favor a little bit with the Raiders and like yeah yeah I consider it yeah that's a good point yeah kind of look like Josh Jacobs wasn't the premier back for the Raiders this past week your backup was getting a shitload of touches yeah, they're, they're really pushing they're pushing I forgot his name what the hell was that dude's name the rookie or the veteran they were pushing, look they were pushing everybody but josh jacobs so, yeah it seemed that way yeah yeah so you know you never know i mean it might be it's week one yeah i yeah, mean it is true it could have been a fluke yeah Dontra Hilliard, I mean, you know let's call that Dontra Hilliard. so you never know you never know and for the record you're high on g13 i don't think i was that high on him i don't know if bobby was or not i, I agree good point Armand. yeah um and, 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 and i think that's why try to sneak was, him in there or what? no no because i think bobby was stuttering for a reason because it just doesn't you know optimism and g13 don't go together it was like kind of like saying black unity you know it was he, just, he was struggling you know what i mean but to be fair i mean fuck uh geo's team does look pretty good uh yeah, I, I just I feel the salt in the air. I feel like something's gonna you know, go it's wrong. Funny, it's just hard for you to say it. Like it's like he could have the best team in the league, and you guys will be like, "Nah, man. Like, wait a minute. This is all, this is all wrong. Like, cats and dogs living together, coexisting." Nine Tail Fox and the Cali Chronics Smokers Round out the slate. One eighteen point one to one oh four point eight. The Fox going ahead and getting himself the first win of his champ, this championship defense campaign, 118 points, nothing, yeah, a little middle of the road there for the guy. And everybody was high on the smokers, 104 points, ain't nothing to sneeze at, but something to say bless you about either. The next thing you know, uh, he's going ahead and sitting here losing to the champ. Not a bad showing for the smokers, but uh, is this, I feel like he's trending in the right direction there, Machine? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he, Austin Eckler was the fourth or fifth pick in our draft. And, um, you know, he, he came through with 11 points. It, it, we're filling it out week one. Um, he's obviously going to put up way more points uh, in the foreseeable future. Uh, call it game flow, whatever it was, uh, you know, the Raiders defense shit, even though we lost. Um, but I, I'm still a little high on, on the kind of chronic smokers and their team. I, you know, it's it's a good showing on week one. He just happened to play the defending champ, and the defending champ, out, you know, just outlasted him. Outlasted, indeed. Things are getting a little shaky there in that uh, that Denver game. I'll tell you that much. Right? I did not see <laughs> things getting a little a little wacky, uh, but it didn't matter though, because actually, if that Brandon McManus guy had actually hit hit that kick, sixty three fucking yards, that would have been yeah, that's pretty insane. And and Mark Andrews yeah. didn't do much, so I mean. Uh, the sky's yeah. the board. One thing I did pick up on Tony, it looks like Kareem Hunt's like fucking a vulture of touchdowns uh, for Chubb. Little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was watching that game with a good old buddy Isaac, and he obviously has Chubb. And it seems like Chubb was doing like the majority of the uh, of the uh, the hard work, but Kareem Hunt would get the goal line touches. So okay. is that a week one? Uh, kind of theme, or is this something going forward? Because if it is, that's nice for you. Yeah, a little Petros Papadakis and uh, Sultan McCullough situation happening there. If you if you know your USC football, <laughs> sorry, okay. yeah, I know, but dude, they gave the white guy the touchdowns every single time. <laughs> dude was working his ass off. Hey, the working man's a sucker, working man is a sucker. Sonny's right. <laughs> Sonny had five fingers, but he only used three. 
Can't do coffee cakes. Hey, you hold the screen at your face while I throw shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> that rounds out the slate. A little, a little monologuing from the squad. I liked it. Beautiful stuff. Uh, you know, <laughs> love Chaz Palminteri. Uh Either way, that's the screen. That's the slate. Why don't we go to the standings? Machine, talk to us. What do we got in the 94th? You know, it's own ones and it's binary. Go for it. Go yeah. Ahead. After a competitive week one uh, in the East Division, we have Tony's favorite G13 boom on top of the division at 1 0, followed by Waiting Since Clinton. And third place, them Slauson boys. And rounding out the bottom of the division is Westsiders. Um, moving to the West, these nuts came through and took the number one spot in the league, putting up a good 140, 146 points there on top of the division, followed by Get Wrecked uh, at 1-0 as well. The two teams that lost were the Cali Chronic Smokers and Theoretical Chaos, who are looking to turn it around this next week. In the North, the defending champ, Nightel Fox, is on top of the division of uh, at 1-0, fo- closely followed by Salty Bastard, uh, who also won his game. He's 1-0. Los Niners is in third at 0-1-1. And the commissioner, fuck Donald Trump, is in fourth at 0-1. And, and last but not least, the South division. The South LA Blazers are on top of that division at 1-0, followed by the Predator, who's also 1-0. Sorody Conde in a strong third at 0-1. And the Sworn Enemies, who, doing some soul-searching, round out the bottom of that division. <laughs> soul-searching. <laughs> That's really good stuff, Machine. <laughs> Very entertaining. Um, <laughs> okay, this is the point where I ask some ridiculous question about the standings and you guys chime in. But I'm not even going to do that. When the fuck is 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 uh, Diego going to change his team name? Like He's not even the president anymore. It's just hey, hey, hate now. Yeah, he's just beating a dead horse. I mean, it's just throwing that out there. Right? Anybody? I mean... What would you rename his team and keep it in theme? I would keep it until Trump dies. I, I still call. hate the guy. I mean, I hear his name. First thing comes out, fuck him. So um, maybe to the day he dies. Okay. All right. That's fine. I, I, think he need, I think he needs to change his team name to fuck my team because fuck, they let him down. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your couch. <laughs> Ooh, machine, bringing the noise and the funk in his own standings references. Like, fuck it. I got this today. Yeah. Oh, man. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> I got nothing at the end of that. I was like, yeah, I wasn't even, I'm not even going to chime in. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and we're going to talk about who we got for next week. We're going to fucking put week two on the table. But before we do, we're going to do a little something different here that we're doing over at the 94th. Uh, we're going to do some game of the week situations. We're going to talk about those because, we, quite frankly, we just talked about your fucking teams. Well, we'll go ahead and do some pick them at the end of the whole thing. But right now, we're going to do some games of the week. Uh, everybody gets the, everybody gets their choice. Uh, you know what? Let's start with you, Machine. Machine, kick us off. Well, tell us about your game of the week and go and give it to us. We'll do a little chat. My potential game of the week is uh, Get Wrecked, who's my other team, but we found out that my cousin actually exists. Uh, Get Wrecked versus the Nine Tail Fox. Both had strong showings in week one. 
Uh, I expect that to carry over to week two. Um, the projections are high, uh, just like me. Um, I, yeah, I, I foresee this being the game of the week. Game of the week, indeed. You know what? I'm, look, it's my team that you're talking about, so I'm going to like defer a little bit here. Armand, how are you feeling about this game and who you like? Uh, that's a tough one. To be honest, I wasn't even I, – I, I kind of tuned out. I was trying to think of what game of the week I wanted to kind of pick here. So, uh, yeah, no comment. So much for doing our homework at the beginning. Hey, we're cramming. We're cramming right now. Yeah, way to put a way to put a pin in it. <laughs> Christ. Well, either way, I'm a little nervous about this game considering it's 111.6 projected to 107.8. So I'm a little weirded out by that. Uh, three point dogs is not something I want to be. Uh, actually, technically, it's four because if you're going to use like basic mathematics and like round up. Um, Honestly, the only thing I'm not scared of is Tom Brady because he's playing New Orleans, but everything else is like kind of freaking me out. This is a team that can go ahead and put up a solid number way over its projections, to be quite honest. You should you should also not be scared of the Houston Texans defense and the majority of your team's playing them. So it's that's a that's a bright spot. Well, it might be, but honestly, I kind of like the Texans. I like their showing last week. They feel like that team that nobody's fucking talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, nobody's talking about the Texans, and that's scary because nobody knows anything about them. It's like, week one. I mean, they had a good showing. I mean, they they were kind of gritty, like you know, like a uh, hard hitting team, and it was it, it was a well fought out game. So, I mean, we, is it going to be their weekly type of um, you know showing? Who knows? But yeah, I mean, they are still the Houston Texans, right? So. No, nobody's they're they're not lighting the world on fire anytime soon i don't think but i don't think they're a pushover like that's that's my thought process i mean even davis mills i have on my team the guy like he played all of last year do you guys even knew who he was like, I, still don't, I still don't know who he is I don't know who he is right like and it's because like he's not sexy but you don't got to be sexy to win football games you know? I think they're. I think they're gonna be the old Texans after this weekend. I mean, uh, Denver's playing at Denver, right? Um, yeah, I think Russell Wilson's first home game as a Bronco. I think. I think Denver's gonna go off. They actually played well against uh, Seattle. It looks like Seattle just kept stopping them every fourth down kind of scenario. But yeah, I think. I think you. I think uh, Denver's gonna go off. So I mean, that's obviously gonna reflect well for you. Uh, Denver's going to be a little angry, obviously. I just don't think – I'm hoping for a shootout because I, I don't think Denver's defense looked all that great. I mean, it might be maybe just jitters, opening day bullshit, you know, but who knows? I mean, I'm hoping yeah. that's the case. I, I think I'm definitely going to go with get wrecked, though, Tony, because I think Brady's going to go off and Cooper Cup went against a, a really insanely good defense and he's still got 30-plus, so he's going against shitty Atlanta. So, yeah, good luck, my friend, but it doesn't look good for you. And then Young Ho, who knows what the fuck he's going to do this week. How many Young uh, Ho's he's going to have? We're talking. Yeah, like me. Sorry. I got a stat. I got a stat. Tom Brady is 0-4 against the Saints since joining the Bucks. Does that continue this week? Yeah, that's why I'm not really concerned about Tom Brady. Like, they don't – he doesn't play the Saints very well. Is Peyton have them figured out or what? I mean, that's kind of that's a crazy stat. 
Yeah, maybe he did, and Sean Payton's not there no more, so maybe he gets his first W against his team. Sean Payton's not there anymore? No shit. No. Well, who's the defensive coordinator? Uh, That's a good question. I don't even know who the coach is. I think it's that guy Erickson, no? Right, well, when the hell's where's Payton at? Is he retired? And I think he's an analyst or some shit. Oh shit! Yeah, wow. he still yeah. work with the Saints. Nah, I think he works with a network now. Oh well, then I guess yeah. Man, who knows? He might get that one now. Now I'm officially freaked out. Thank you very much, Machine. Hey, I'm dropping knowledge, bro. Look that stat up. All right, so Ten. I'm gonna take myself, just because you guys didn't take me, and I'm a fucking champ. <laughs> Well, actually, Rob, did you take? You, you I was going to say, yeah, I didn't take anybody yet. And oh, I'm yeah, actually, my bad, my bad. And, and, and I think because of that stat, I'm taking you. What? Uh, oh, okay, right. man, now, now I'm all torn. Natalie, I'm real yeah, about it. Hey, man, this, the Saints are tough. They are a tough squad, I agree. I think they're, mm-hmm. they're always that team that you want, you want to count out because I have a shitty game or something, and then the next thing you know, they just fucking put it on you. Yeah, even with no Drew Brees, Jameis Winston did, his, did you know, whatever it took for them to get that w and they got it and he eats those w's yeah he does puts those w's in his mouth and he steals crab legs <laughs> he sure does <laughs> does it pay for him in tallahassee armand show and tell time tell us about your game of the week all right yeah this is the reason i was distracted because i was actually like looking at what's the game of the week or at least the game excuses. Of the week. Yeah, I yeah. Hear your excuses excuse. are like assholes everyone yeah. just want to hear your game of the week bro yeah. All right. Sorry. Um, good point. Uh, yeah, but I was uh, I was looking at a salty bastard against these nuts, and and that one looks interesting. Nice. It's gonna be a, a a high scoring game. Um, yeah, and I, and I'll give the nod to, uh, to these nuts. I mean, Tampa Bay against uh, New Orleans is gonna be a, a big game on this uh, on this fantasy matchup as well. But for uh, Camara with salty bastards and. Michael Thomas with these nuts. Uh, these nuts looks like he's going with Drake London. Uh, I don't know what he did last week, but uh, yeah, you know, yeah, and I don't think he's going to have to rely on him too much. I, I think Darren Waller is going to be better this week than last week, and maybe he'll get a little bit more production from the Gay Raiders. I mean, Gay and Raiders because they like, they didn't get much from him last week. But yeah, uh, actually, Mahomes might not do that well. He's playing the Chargers. Chargers D look pretty fucking in, uh, insane. Um, they look healthy, is what they look. That's yeah, they the they did. Actually, healthy. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of taking my comments back a little bit, actually. Right, now, walking Based on that, wow. I think so. I think it's gonna be closer than I think, actually. Joe That's Burrow, freeballing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've been freeballing since like '92, guys. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I think this is definitely gonna come down to. Uh, you know, one of these high shooting games and, and, and it looks like these nuts is going to be uh, one of the main contenders for highest scoring teams this year. So we'll see if he could kind of, uh, you know, keep, keep, uh, keep pace for that uh, against salty bastards here. Yeah. 111 to 110, 111.4 to 110.1 for these Zactos, like, uh, like the machine over there. Uh, you know what? One point dog, 1.3 point dog, uh, the, uh, the salty bastard, you know what, who you got machine? This was a great pick for week of the game, a week of the game, game of the week. Damn, that I'm, dude, I'm still coming down from that high, brother. Um, um, yeah, this was a great pick. Uh, it, it's a toss up. Um, we look, Mahomes plays the Chargers. Uh, Michael Thomas plays the 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 Bucks. 
Um, the Raiders have their opener at home against the Cardinals. So Darren Waller and the Raider defense is going to come through with something to prove. So these nuts make it hard to uh, pick against them. Um, Joe Burrow against Dallas. Dallas is, is reeling. That's, that's, that's been the word of the episode reeling. Uh, um, you know, Alvin Kamara needs to come through and do more than what he did in week one for the salty bastard to have a chance. Um, he's going with Michael Carter as of now, uh, and benching who? Who do you bench? Um, Oops. oh, he's got that guy injured, Elijah Mitchell. Got it. So that's who he's okay, Michael Carter. Um, that's gonna be tough against Cleveland. Um, I, the based on matchups, I'm gonna have to go with these nuts. These nuts, these nuts, these nuts. That's two and that's two for these nuts uh, tone. What do, what, what do you think? I don't know. It's pretty tight, man. I mean, both good points for both you guys. I don't know. <sighs> Looking at it, I think I might go just to be just to be on the other side, just to be contrary. I'm gonna go with the salty bastard on this one, but it's gonna be tight. I think this that 110, 111, it's gonna be like 120 to 119 or something like that. You know, like they're gonna yeah. outscore. And I think it's going to be something like that. But I'm, this is really hard to, hard to call out. Both teams played really well last week. But it's just more a question of who had the fluke. You know, like who was yeah. here, right? Um, and it doesn't look like there's a lot of fluky guys here. I mean, if Michael Carter can catch some balls, especially against that Cleveland front, I think he's going to have, you know, 40, 50 points. Yeah. You know, so like – there's not even a fluke there. And Alvin Kamara is obviously going to get some comeback. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes throws touchdowns. He throws three touchdowns and they all go to Travis Kelsey. Then what? I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Those are all erased. Those are gone. You know, like, mm-hmm. so. You it's know, close you know, game, man. This is a- yeah. I'm going with the yeah. basket on this one. Just to, just to be on the other side of that one. Yeah. This was, this was a great pick. Of course I would. What the hell? Yeah, well, because you always got to go against the grain. So, yeah, of course, this is definitely a Tony pick. And, and based on your comments, it looks like it's going to come down to Greg Joseph on Monday night. I hate mm. that. I hate going down on a Monday night game and just, like, fucking being super fucking nervous about the outcome. Yeah, these, nuts, yeah. these nuts these nuts up eight on Monday and Greg Joseph with three field goals? Oof. Ugh. That shit. Yeah, right. Oof. Oh, awful. Glad yeah. about those guys. all right it's time for my my uh smooth tony's pick of the week yeah that's what i'm calling it smooth tony's (laughs) we're we're full of sponsors this episode yeah right (laughs) my smooth slim cigarettes let's go to burger palace (laughs) burger palace fucking burger size of a goddamn pancake yeah man them Slauson boys and sworn enemies. I'm going, like you guys said, I'm going the other side, going against the grade. Two 0-1 teams that need a win, Battle Bomb. And this is a shame fight right here, right? Uh, the projected total is 103 to 108, and so it's pretty close. It's actually double-digit teams going to play each other. And also, another added t- tinge, best friends doing battle. You know, this could get bitter. Like, it could be an all-week thing, you know? Like, calling them up on a Thursday, like, what are you doing, bitch? You know, I don't know if they're going to say that to each other, but it'd be hilarious in my head. So that, I just thought this would be a really good game of the week. You know, Nick and Nick and Isaac going after each other. What are you guys <laughs> thinking? Um, I know who I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking uh, it's going to be Isaac. 
gonna put gonna put Nick down 0-2, get his first win. I think Isaac's gonna have a good year this year. I think last week was a little bit of an aberration, smoke and mirrors, and a little bit of that uh, that pixie dust that everybody always talks about. I think Sworn <laughs> Enemy's going down. Yeah, it's it's tough to make the playoffs after an 0-2 start, right? So uh, this is a big game for both teams. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, no one has ever done it. Like, ever. Is that an actual fact? Do not fact check that machine. I won't. <laughs> I like the fact that you said it's it's a, a game against, like, best friends. It's kind of like a, a gentleman's uh, uh, old duel, right, where one of them takes his little white glove and slaps the other other guy and just chat. Yeah, yeah. I chat. Yeah, right. very gent- Yeah, very gentleman-ish. It's like the Hamilton or, or uh, God, it's Hamilton. Hamilton and Bird, right? Yeah, not <laughs> like fuck that guy and his stupid mustache. You talking, about the pre- you talking about the president or the musical? There's a president Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton got shot in that famous duel. That's what I want to say by William Burr. Come on, man! Damn, it's, damn town. Aaron Burr. I see Hamilton. Aaron Burr or William Burr, some Burr. Aaron Burr, sir, never gonna be president. Well, Hamilton's never the president. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, he was never the president. Okay. I don't think president. He never got he, to be president. You want to know why? Why was that? Because he got shot. No, he, he cheated. He cheated on his wife and told his political enemies about it. What's the strategy behind that? Yeah. Well, he didn't want to be caught in a scandal. So he told them about it, and then he wrote a pamphlet about it because he liked to write, and he wrote a pamphlet. Yeah, this is what happened, and he like just distributed it among the world, like it was gonna like he's gonna be cool, like it's gonna be all right. Like, is, is that is that the in, <laughs> I, I, indirect uh, creation of porn right there, or what? Now nah, more like uh, like liter like pornish literature. What do they call it? like X rated books? Adult. Uh, like like the Vegas Strip where they're passing out those little pamphlets, slapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, take that one, compa. Here, here, here. Hey, come on. They don't do that no more. I miss. No, they do. Grabbing those and properly throwing they'll, them on the ground. They'll, they'll give you that shit if you're walking with your kids in hand. Yeah. They don't give a oh. fuck. Oh. Well, time to be alive. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm taking I'm taking them Slauson boys. I, friend of the show, friend of the show. And he's coming in. You know, we're gonna have to get him in here if he wins. I think that's gonna happen, right? He, oh, he our first off. our first guest, huh? Yeah, we're gonna have Hamilton on because obviously Nick is Aaron Burr. Like, <laughs> so. And Hamilton is kind of hip hopish, and that's kind of up Isaac's alley, not Gangbang Alley, which actually Nick never participated on. But yeah. I'm pretty sure Isaac hates <laughs> Hamilton, so that's going to be great if we kept calling him Hamilton when we got here. When he got to, I like. Hamilton. Did he did he ever go to Hamilton High School? He did not. Uh, uh, to uni high school. Uni high. Yeah. yeah. And he went to uni high with his best friend too. His name is Nicholas. They went to school uh, together, like Burr and Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> they hold hands on the way there. I think these guys scissor, to be honest. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> these guys they're are pretty... scissoring homies. They're like Sizz- uh, like 3PO and R2. Or like, 
Who are our other two best friends? Peanut butter and jelly. There you go. I'll take it. Who's peanut butter? <laughs> Nick, because it's a little thicker. Nick, yeah. I was yeah it's a little thicker. Sweet and flashy. Got some yeah. color to it. Oh, man, that's awesome. Armand, who you got? Uh, fuck. Good question. I like... I like peanut butter. <laughs> I like Nick on this one, actually. <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> no, I like peanut butter. I like chunky peanut butter on this one. Uh, I think you're... Uh, I, I'm lying. I was going to say, I think Aaron Jones need to have a better outcome, but not you true. Got, you got I, Dylan. Yeah, but I think Edmonds might have a good game. Mike Williams didn't do shit last week, so I think no. he's going to come back this week and do some uh, do some scoring. Is What's up with Higgins? Though? He didn't look good when he kind of came off uh, the field last game. So, um, And Knox is kind of due for points because he's kind of one – if he has a shitty week, he comes back next week or, you know, he might go two weeks and no, not doing anything well. But I have a feeling Knox is going to do um, all right this week. So going with Nick this week. Um, but who knows? I could be wrong. Who the fuck knows indeed? But you know That's what? Right. <laughs> That's why we're here. We're just guessing. <laughs> I'm throwing shit in the wind. Yeah, right. An educated guess. There you go. Yeah, I needed that. I was like, <laughs> did I just expose us right now? <laughs> oh shit. So let's just do the best of the rest. We're gonna call out who we think is gonna be good. We'll keep it brief about these guys because I mean, do they really deserve what we're gonna say? Probably not. Well, I'll actually. Sorry, Armand. I know you're one of those teams. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let's just do the best of rest anyway and try not to be jerks about it. <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump and Cali chronic smokers. 108.7 to 102.5. Uh, Donald Trump, six-point dogs against the smokers. You think the smokers are going to get their first win this week? What do you guys think? Yes. Armand. Uh, agree. Smokers. I concur. I think that's a unanimous, hands-down thing. I don't think fuck Donald Trump. Uh, we should be more asking if fuck Donald Trump is actually going to get a win this week. I mean, this yeah, that's a good question. Or yeah. the year. Yeah, for the year. Hey, hey, we get to rename his team, and it's going to be fuck my team. We said it, right? I like that idea. I like yeah. that as well. I think if he doesn't get a win all year long, we get to rename his squad. We fuck proposed my team. Past. We proposed this uh, after the whole push-up shit. Or like where the last team where the, the league should be able to rename him. I, I like that idea, but I guess uh, everyone yeah, else but, feel that way. Yeah, <laughs> but now we have it recorded and we're posting it on the internet for all the world to see and prosperity and all that other kind of shit. Sorody, Cody, and Westsiders, 109.5 to 102.1. Cody is the, uh, is the favorite on this one. 7.4 over the Westsiders. Yo, that was a quick one there. Cody straight up for the machine, showing himself some, showing himself some uh, unlimited color there. I like that. Oh, Armand, you taking yourself? Absolutely, yeah. Rogers is not gonna fucking shit the bed like last week. Uh, they're at home, um, and yeah, dude, Jamar Chase is a beast. Fuck, Thielen disappointed me. I'm kind of concerned there with the second receiver. I don't know if you guys watched my game, but the first pass Rodgers threw was a fucking bomb, guaranteed touchdown, but the fucking rookie dropped it. So, you know, you figure as the year goes on, this kid will, you know, get better. Obviously, he's he's at rock bottom right now. So we'll see. Um, 
I'm kind of concerned about who's throwing the ball to Schultz, but uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm still optimistic about my squad. Well, that was that must have been cathartic, like therapy, you know. Like we were doing the best. Yeah, I felt like getting it off. We're chest. trying to right, make it fast. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take Armand as well because it was really rude to him right this second ago. But then, you know what? Like, I'll take it's, it. It, it. It does feel like a safe space. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that was cathartic, but next time we do the best of the rest, just pick a fucking team. You owe me a hundred bucks. The Predator and G13. 110.6 American points. G13, GXG13 is favored. Favored. 11.5 favored over over the Predator. Who do you guys got? Uh, I'm kind of going against the grain on this one. I'm going with the Predator. Wow, that's that hurts inside. I'm not. I'll I'll go with Tony's favorite team aside from his G Boom G G13 Boom. G13, but what? I said GX G13. That was ten years ago. It's I know G13. what his team is. I know what okay. his name is. All right, All right fine. Uh, next thing I know, I'm gonna call it and get wrecked the Arkansas Boosters or whatever. But either way, I don't care. It's a cool name. And uh that was my squad. Care, just like the intro song. Yeah, that's why I don't care. Thank you, <laughs> Armand. Bringing that back full circle. That's why we got this guy. <laughs> it's beautiful stuff. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm taking GX13, obviously. Duh. Obviously. Theoretical chaos in Los Niners, 105.4 to 86.0. Uh, the Niners, 19-point favorites above this guy. Anybody feel like a gambling man today? Because today's your day for gambling right about now if you're going to go for theoretical chaos. Honestly, Tony, I'm not even going to look at the matchup going Niners. Damn, not even looking at it. Way to grasp the idea of the best of the rest. Who do you got there? Uh, who do you got there, Machine? I, I want to take theoretical chaos, but it's just hard for me to take theoretical chaos. Los Niners gets their first win of the year. Calling it out. Niners taking their first from the machine. Honestly, this guy needs a running back real bad. Uh, yeah. 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 Needs two. No, actually, dude, looking at it, he's got the Tyler Alligator guy. <laughs> Kenneth Walker III, who I've never heard of. Who actually might, I guess now theoretically, might actually be a part of the whole scheme because Elijah Elijah Mitchell is hurt, and Jalen Warren, who I've never heard of in my life. So uh, he, if he could fill that that spot, he's gonna have a, a competitive squad. Because dude, Jalen Waddle, pop him in. Either way, I like Waddle. Yeah, you know, like so. But you know what? I'm taking Los Anders as well after I said all that. Tim Slauson, boys, and sworn. And oh, hey, no, no, no. There you go. Talk about that. <laughs> game of the week. Game of the week. Ruined. That's oh, your game man. of the week, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just go down the line. Uh, waiting since Clinton in the South LA Blazers. The Blazers 108.6. Favored over the Clintons. The, the Clintons? I don't know. I was waiting since. I'll figure that one out. 106.3, 2.3 point overdogs of over this guy. Who do you guys got? Machine, you're obviously taking yourself. 
Yes. Yes. Machine's bringing it. Conde, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to hate on Bobby and say Clinton. Hey, no, hey. no true reasoning outside of just hating. Hate, 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 hate. Straight hate from... I'm liking the rock with this straight heat. He's bringing fastballs all day. I'm taking uh, waiting since Clinton too. He's took oh. me. He's pulled me in. I figure. I figure with that, that that'll get that'll secure you the win because I'm bad luck. That's, that's these are educated guests too. I'm like Eddie Bush, you know. So yeah, thought I heard that. Oh man, so, wait a minute, Chetty. Uh, so that rounds out the slate. The best of the rest have been chosen. And honestly, dude, here we are. We're done for the day. Week two's coming up. Any big predictions for week two? Let's just go ahead and what do you guys think of what's going to happen next week? You know what? Armand, you go first. What do you think's happening next week? Uh, I, I think there's going to be a big injury in football this week. And who that's going to affect, don't know. But I, I feel it in my bones. That's pretty good. I mean, somebody's going to get hurt in the most dangerous sport in the world. Good call. Way to go out on a whip. Uh, <laughs> Rob, what do you got for me? <laughs> Rookies, what are you going to do? Old prediction of the week, the Packers start the season 0-2. Ooh. Bold, but no, actually not that bold. Actually, probably pretty true. Like, way to stay, uh, stay in the lane there. <laughs> it's bold. Yeah. It's bold. I mean, real quick. Does he even want to be there? Aaron Rodgers, Ooh. he looks like a fellow who just doesn't want to be there anymore. Oh, he's a he's a Packer for life. He he, he doesn't want to go nowhere else. Kind of like Elvis when he was stuck in Vegas. Anybody watch that Elvis movie? I did. Dude, that's a, that's that's Aaron Rodgers. He's Elvis stuck in Vegas. Nah, he doesn't even want to be on the field. He wants to be making movies. Yeah. Commercials. So Commercials. Commercials. So did Elvis. Elvis wanted to Elvis wanted to go well, so who, your... who, who's Rogers' fat manager? Then? Who's Rob? I don't know. He might have a fat manager. I bet we don't find out. Who knows? What's that guy? Drew Rosenhaus? Or Drew? Whatever. Yeah, that oh, Drew Super Agent? Yeah. Drew, Super Drew Brees. Yeah. Drew Brees in house? Or Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, hey, the, big, the, big injury, the big injury might be Devontae. Who knows? Oh, uh, uh, there you oh, go. There of course. We are. There we are. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, I got a big fucking prediction. Calling it out for Thursday night. Six to seven. Nine to six. Nothing but field goals. Game over. Thursday night football. Love it. That's how you make a weird pick that will never ever come true. That's a very bold prediction. We're talking about Kansas City? Yes. Oh, man, you're crazy. And the Chargers. Just saying. Defensive struggle. Just saying. I'll pit my pen all day. This has been 94th Street League Unlimited. Tony G for Robert the Machine Castro. The Titan de Bronze. Again, Arma. Dude, that's the bronze titan. I like it. I like it. I used to have uh, my parents did the whole bronze baby shoes and shit, so that's up my alley. Beautiful stuff. Armand, well done. Robert, Mame, we will catch you guys next week. 
Be good. Good luck to everybody who's not playing me. We'll see you then. Wash your ass. When she brings me the pay Dedicated like every day To the sunshine Yeah, my hope brings me mine For life she 